Welcome back to the Recovering SJMR podcast. This podcast delves into the lives and the stories of people who once associated with Sovereign Grace churches. We discuss heavy topics such as abuse and spiritual trauma, so viewer discretion is advised. We will also share stories of victory and the freedom we have experienced after leaving Sovereign Grace Ministries. If you have any questions or want to share your story, please contact us at recoveringsgmer at gmail.com. We're back. Welcome back, everyone. Today, we have Ryan Lambros with us. Hi, Ryan. Hi. I want to wave, but yeah. people are just listening, so <laughs> That's right. sorry. We see you. We see you. I can't believe this is finally happening. We've had to reschedule about 10 times, but here we I are. Know. I'm so happy. So thank you, guys. I know. People so, keep having babies and stuff. It's so I know. Gosh. I know. Seriously. Like, the nerve. Yeah. Thank you so much, Ryan, for, like, hanging in there for a yes. year. It's and then good. rescheduling and all that stuff. But this Our was... Our most patient uh, person. Our most patient person and also just a really good, like it's a, it's an important story that we really, 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 uh, Katie and I really wanted to share with you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we kept, kept on plugging along and here we are (laughs) and here we are. So thanks so much, Ryan. We made it. Yeah, we're here. Well, do you want to just introduce yourself? Let everyone know who you are. And sure. church you're from? Yeah. So I'm Ryan, Ryan Lambros. I was part of Sovereign Grace Ministries from 97 till probably about 2007 was probably the last time I stepped foot at that church, yeah. um, in, which was in which, Gilbert. So it was yeah. called Sovereign Grace Church in Gilbert. They've hence switched their name. I think it's Center Church, I think it's called now. Because Sovereign so. was too hard to spell, according to Rich, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, as a Escaping homeschooler, I did I before E except after C as in, in like neighbor and way, way and all that stuff. But then it was also in Sovereign. So that's oh. how I remembered, you know, Interesting. I never heard that. <laughs> little homeschool tricks <laughs> for you. you. That's what happens when you go to the Sovereign Grace Church and you're oh. homeschooled. You learn those things that, yeah. you know, I before yeah. E includes your church. So exactly. that's right. Center Church apparently is yes. I think it's Center Church now, but uh, and it's also not as tainted as Sovereign Grace. Let's be honest. So the the name changing the name, but let's let's pretend that it was what you said. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So yeah, and uh, my my family, my parents still go there. My sister still goes there. Her and her husband, and they've been involved in that church for I mean since ninety seven. My mm-hmm. sister was the senior pastor's admin for most of her high school and into yeah. college. So they mm-hmm. are still in it and deep in it. And I was deep in it. And mm-hmm. what out. happened? How come you're yeah, not deep yeah. in it anymore? What? This must be a <laughs> podcast about that. I know. <laughs> yeah. So, and I was, so my family started there in 97. I was, it was the summer of 97. I was 11. And, Grew up in there, got plugged into the worship team, the mm. youth worship team. Yes. And that was my, that was my big, you know. I remember that. Input, you know, my, that was, that's how I served and was really involved. My, my parents kind of had one, one whole family goal is like we served in the church. Like we were, we basically yes. lived there. So 
which is cool. I mean, I'm not against people serving. That's great. Mm-hmm. But we, we were in it, in it to win it. And, yeah. um, but yeah, I was always kind of thrown into leadership positions because mm-hmm. that's what Lambros people did. My dad mm-hmm. is very loud and very boisterous, very energetic and a good leader. And so I had to do the same. Um, but then in college, I went to ASU, the Arizona State University, mm-hmm. and was still pretty plugged in. Is that but, where we had celebrations? Did we have one? No. Not at ASU. Oh, okay. No, NAU, gotcha. Northern Arizona University, gotcha. NAU. Okay. We, we had celebrations. Yeah. Beautiful campus. Oh yeah, anyway. it's it's fantastic. <laughs> it's pretty up there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's legit. But we are Sun Devil fans, right, Katie? Okay, so don't NAU forget. is okay, kind of gotcha. like whatever. They <laughs> hate it. Yeah, we don't like U of A. That's oh, uh, we hate them. Nothing gotcha. good comes okay. from Tucson. Uh, exactly, so. trash. Yeah, horrible. <laughs> that's where the sister wives live, so I think that's tracking, you know? It makes sense. It's mm-hmm. all coming together. Exactly. Yes. So good. Anyway, yes. back on track. Yeah, you go. ASU. Um, yeah, so I went to ASU and was still really involved. And then about, and about uh, I want to say probably my last couple of years, Jessica, you might remember this better than I did. It's a blur. Sure. Um, I think the last couple of years of high school, mm-hmm. they started an official, like, college ministry like a college sure. group yeah um because i remember like they always had young adults was, but it yeah. was never like an official group well, and it was kind of passed around with like randall palmer and then rich and yeah there was blah, no blah, official blah. leader or anything but no. then um a local church split and then half of that split came really over to sovereign grace church Mm-hmm. Um, and hence brought some leaders in. And one of those leaders was Chris Dacus and Chris came in oh. and he was the one that led like the official college ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was all happening around the time I was ending high school and then into college. And so I was timing. Yeah. You know, you. wonderful. <laughs> and and right. I was, I was a, uh, always a wild child. And I say that in the sense of like, I, was really good at being the perfect kid to everybody on the outside. Mm-hmm. Inside, I hated life. Yeah. Um, and, but as with most controlling churches and um, mm-hmm. churches like and, and denominations like Sovereign Grace Ministries, you learn you can't, you can't be anything else. You have to hide everything. You have um, to assimilate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're a chameleon. Yeah. You yeah. You're either really good and you're really good, or you're doing your own thing, but you still have to pretend you're you're doing really good. So yeah. um yeah. that was the and I was homeschooled my whole life. So then my first ever real school experience was ASU. It's not mm. really a great transition. I'll let you know that right now. <laughs> right. right. Um so Do you feel like it's easy to like compartmentalize things because of being raised that way um it i that's a kind word to use i use dissociate <laughs> yeah. yeah um Ooh. because yeah. i really i really had to when you're living that way you mm. genuinely have to live two lives right. and so when you're in one area you're dissociating from the other and so you mm-hmm. learn i mean yeah, it's, that's a really good point. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah, it's the it's a low, 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 low grade way of what happens with like people who get like multiple personalities and mm-hmm. dissociative identity disorder. Like, 
that's genuinely what it is that your body learns to yeah. to to live that way. And I only right. know this because yeah. my wife's a, my wife's a trauma therapist, so she's teaching yeah. me all these yeah. things. I'm like, oh, yeah. that makes sense. No, but that that's so true, and that's so um, accurate for so many people in that environment with like your personality type too. Aren't you a three? No. So I was raised to be a seven. And then oh. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm, a, I'm actually an introvert. So like, oh no, I'm a three. And actually I'm a four, but I was You're taught, four. I was taught, and this is hilarious, not hilarious, but it's ironic. So I grew up, yeah. as soon as I learned about the Enneagram, I hated fours. Like I oh, detested yeah. them. I'm like, they're, they're the terrible. Feelers. Oh my gosh. They're so <laughs> emotional and they're so weird yeah, yeah. and dark and emo and blah. Um, <laughs> until I went to therapy for multiple years and sure. actually learned who I was and then yeah. to learn who I was, uh, to love who I was. And then I realized, oh my gosh, I'm a four. And yeah. the reason why I hated fours was because I actually hated myself. Yeah. And so I was just the projection of what I, cause I, sure. I wasn't okay with myself. So, yeah. sure. and that is a result can be a result of, you know, living two different ways. And it yeah. also stems from the theology that is taught that you're scum, you're worm, you're, yeah. you know, all of that. And so, so being expressive, being unique, being different, which are all four qualities. Sorry, this is, I'm like an Enneagram nerd. Yeah. Um, Katie already knows. Um, <laughs> but like all of that, that, you know, that's not servanthood. That's not, you know, thinking of others before yourself always, you mm-hmm. know, like that doesn't assimilate to the the type of toxic system that sovereign grace is. So I can only imagine you feeling like, okay, I'll be this person to this person to these people. And then I'll keep this part of myself, I guess, hidden away until I don't even recognize right. who I am in the self-hatred stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And um, and it's not just with sovereign grace, but in those, so I see it a lot in reformed churches specifically. Yeah, systems. Though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those systems. No, totally. It, you know, people who are introverts have a hard time leading people who, um, are expressive and are, uh, more creative in just their natural mm-hmm. way. Um, they're sought after for advice, but never seen as high level leaders. And mm. so my dad is a, well, my wife and I still try to figure out what my dad is because he gives the appearance of a seven, like a very energetic, like visionary, oh, but he has a lot very. of three, but he's also a high relator. Like I, I personally oh, think that time. his authentic self is a two, um, for those of yeah. you who, like, no, but, but like to be a Lambros is that you're loud, like loud, proud, and in charge. Like, that's just yeah. what we were taught. And yeah. I'm an introvert. I am v- oddly, like, I'm odd. I'm just a weird, <laughs> I think through things really weird. Hmm. Um, but I love it. And, but I was never free to actually, as a kid, it's fine. Because it's just, oh, it's your imagination. That's right. great. Every yes. kid's supposed to do that. But that doesn't bode well for leadership. Which is why I, I probably excelled really well in worship. Because mm. that Expressive. was the one area, yeah, that you could. And it was, right. you know, I did the whole prophetic song and I did the whole, you know. You did? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. We didn't talk about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that I was did, a thing. That, whole... that was a thing in Gilbert for sure. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like the only one that would like, that was like a part of the youth band that gotcha. would do it. So, 
they like they they would pinpoint those things and they'd be right. like, oh, you're the leader. It's like what that doesn't. Oh well, you know, I could go on a leadership yeah. in the church, but um, so yeah, so that's that's so going to ASU, you I kind of start huge learning transition, <laughs> yeah, big transition, and it kind of just fosters like I I can kind of be myself. Like I'm still living at home, but I'm experiencing. ASU, like number one yeah. party school in the world. Um, still stayed away from drugs and alcohol because my mom was a nurse and put the fear of freaking God in me. That, like, well, it would happen <laughs> if I did do that. Don't do it. You oh, will man. die. The whole like drunk <laughs> goggles, like this is what it'll be like. Yes. I, it yeah. scared the crap out of me. So I never touched any of that, but girls were fair game. So mm-hmm. it was like, oh, hey, like I have freedom because, you know, we were raised in the I kiss dating goodbye world. And mm-hmm. literally it was like, oh yeah, I'll court and I'll pursue some girl at church. But I'll, I literally was like dating girls. Like I didn't even know what dating was, but I thought like I'm dating some chick from my communications class, like mm-hmm. secretly on the side. So, and again, it's like that split whole mm-hmm. yes. living two worlds and definitely mm-hmm. afraid that anybody would find out. Um, so then I had this like revolutionary moment at uh oh goodness what's it called the josh harris conference for young adults new, new attitude. attitude new attitude oh good lord yeah, yeah. the symbol was sodium next. what was that about anyway and yeah. sodium i was like what is that yes I thought it, or, yeah and anyway or, or narcotics, narcotics anonymous. Anonymous. yeah <laughs> <laughs> both oh my Love gosh it. yeah i still have a a, a like a, a jacket vest that my dad got from serving at a new attitude and he wow. gave it to me and it has the NA. And anytime I would wear it, they're like, Sodium? Are like, what? Yes. Are you? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is embarrassing. That, so I or narcotics? Like, which yeah. one but, is uh, it? <laughs> yeah. So I, I, what was it? It would have been 2000, 2005, no, 2006, because it was like over New Year's. That's when they mm-hmm. always had it. Um, yeah. I had this revolutionary experience, you know, come to Jesus moment, repentance. You know, I need to get everything back together. Um, so I came home and I was like, no, I wanted to change my life and it'll be great. And decided at that point then to go to Bible college. Um, mm. And mm-hmm. really actually it was like 20% need to change my life. 80% I could go play college basketball with my friends. Like, and that was a dream of mine. But of course yeah. I communicated it opposite to my family and friends. Right. I'm like, no, I'm just going to, I'm changing my life. I'm going to go to Bible college. Yeah, and get my business degree. So <laughs> you know, not not going to major in Bible. At Bible college. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah. They had I all these business credits from ASU. I was like, I'm not going to lose years right. of college. So I go to um, Southwestern Bible College, and you know, it's true what they say about Bible college: ring by spring. You know, yeah. if you're if you're not married or engaged within the first year, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> and so I quickly dated one girl. She dumped me like after three oh. weeks. I was like, whatever. It wasn't, I was like, whatever, you know. Uh, but then I found another girl. Her name was Lindsay. And we started dating really seriously. But I was like driving, you know, back and forth. At the first semester, I lived at my house. And then the second semester, I moved in on campus because it was like it's 40 far. minutes away. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it, far. Was, it was a drive. Um, and I was playing basketball practice was like at 5 30 in the morning. Oh so it just gosh. was not, yeah, it wasn't working. But yeah. So I'm dating this girl and we start, we start having sex 
because that's also what you do at Bible college. You yeah. don't, you know, keep it together. You all this really? pent up. Oh, yeah, right. there's so sense, much. But there's probably we used to we used to, te- we used to you know they would always say like dancing leads to sex. We would reverse right. it and say sex leads to dancing. Like that was the joke. Like, yes. oh, don't have sex is in the lead to dancing. The so, amount oh of suppressed, like, oh, purity, yeah. culture, just rage, just yeah. leaking out oh, of, just, <laughs> yeah. of well, so I mean, many young bodies. Most of, the, most of these <laughs> oh kids coming in, yeah. they've been raised typically pretty conservative. Like, it, oh, it was, for sure. came from the Baptist college world. And, you know, it's like, we have freedom here right. and it's yeah. still like, you're still in it, but you want to rebel. Like it wasn't ASU yeah. at ASU. You could just go crazy. Who cares? But like, it was almost like something. Yeah. There's probably psychological studies done, but like, it was like, Oh, we can, I, we oh, can, yeah. it was, you know, chapel on Tuesday morning sure. after waking up with your girlfriend Monday, you know, like that, that's yeah. literally the, the dichotomy of, yeah. of it, but it, it was everywhere. Um, yeah. So we start sleeping together and I remember calling my best friend, Zach and, and like Zach and I were best buds at Sovereign Grace. We were mm-hmm. like, we led on the worship team together. He was my best friend. I'm like, bro, I'm not, I mean, I'm like bragging to him because <laughs> he still couldn't, you know, he was still in that world. I'm like, bro, yeah. I'm sleeping with Lindsay. It's amazing. Blah, blah, blah. And like, he's like, cool. <laughs> and then literally like, a couple weeks later, he calls me. He's like, Hey man, like you need to tell, you need to tell the church. Like you need to tell Chris, like what you're doing. It's wrong. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, shut your mouth. It's not. Chill out. <laughs> it's amazing. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, you should try it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Um, and he's like, yeah, man, you need to, you need to tell, you need to tell Chris. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, like, I'm not going to tell Chris. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, no, I don't want to do that because I'll get in trouble. And also, like, technically, I could get kicked out of the school. Like, I don't want to do that either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you have to sign, like, a contract? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, it was like no girls in your dorm. Like, it was all the things. And so he's like, well, I think you should. I was like, well, I'm not going to. So I think maybe like a week later, I get, it wasn't a, it wasn't a text. It was a call. I think he left a voicemail and it was Chris. And he was like, Hey man, uh, we need to talk, you know, can you come into my office on a Sunday morning before service? Cause I think service started at like nine or 10. So like you could come in, it wasn't super early. Right. I was like, sure. I knew exactly what it was. I was yeah. like, there's no reason to go into Chris's office. So someone um, snitched. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I think I actually think I called Zach and I was like, what the hell? He's yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I told him. Or he might have told somebody who then told, I don't know, but it was, it was Zach. Yeah. And I was like, you're, you're a jerk. But, um, <laughs> whatever. But, yeah. I, 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 well, I'm like, I don't blame him. Like, they create the system oh, yeah, in yeah. that way where it's like Handmaid's Tale and like Lydia's mm-hmm. that tell the, to keep everyone in line. There's like the eyes, which are your friends, yes, that oh, will yeah. tell on you, uh, like to the pastors. Yes. So like, 
yes, that was a shitty thing that he did as a as a human being, as a sure. friend. You're like, really, dude? Like, yeah. you gotta you gotta share my my dick business. Like, right. that's not <laughs> that's not well, your business. And, but and it, it's the Rich system is his uncle. created that. So like, yeah. He, there's, well, there's like even I mean, family connection there. Oh, totally. And, and Wait, Zach Rich had his is Zach's uncle. Yeah, it's there's oh. so much nepotism yeah. in that Gilbert Church. It's crazy. Yeah. It's all family. It's a family They're business. All, it really yeah. is. And Zach had his own like he had his own stuff that he was like. The, oh yeah, he was dealing with, and I because mm-hmm. this is typically also what happens. You know, you have these little. I call them mini rebels within these conservative fundamental churches. Sure. And they'll do anything to earn this favor. Like, oh, yeah. you are doing something right to cover the stuff that they're struggling with. Sure. And, and when Zach's going through his own stuff sure. and he goes, Hey, I have a chance to kind of be the hero by let me, let me give you helping this my friend Ryan and I'll tell the pastor and like, yeah. I did the right thing. Totally. Like again, it's like I I'm not mad at him or anything like right. that. Like that's just what the system produces. Totally. Um, it's it actually it makes me sad that he kind of oh, ha- like sure. they have to choose between his best friend of you know ten years and, and telling on him and just being ridiculed for something else. So right. yeah. so I walk into Chris's office a like, wonderful sunny morning and. Hmm. It was like, it was December-ish. It was somewhere, I want to say it was November, December. And he sits me down and basically goes, hey man, so um, Zach told me, like he, or so, it was like, we found out through Zach from somebody or whatever, but he, like, he called him out. I was like, dude, at least protect your, your snitch. Come on. <laughs> um, but he calls him out and he's like, hey, he told me that uh, you and your girlfriend are having sex. Is that true? And I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and he just like rips into me about you're living a life of sin. That relationship is horrible. Um, and I was like, I mean, okay, like, and like, <laughs> okay, like, yeah, you're you're it didn't affect like, you much. I, well, and again, like, I then I like third person dissociated because it's like on one side, yeah, I, I I'm still a part of the church. I want to be a part of the church, mm-hmm. but I'm also like it's not that big of a deal. Like there's something inside of me that's like mm-hmm. chill, mm-hmm. but like still have the conviction. Like at that time, yeah. Like sleeping with another person like that was wrong. That was, I would, at that time I would still say it was sin, but you know, so I'm, and I'm just like caught in this shame, you know? Yeah. But, but I also, I'm just like middle finger to everybody. Um, because all I really wanted and needed in that moment was just to be like, Hey man, we got you. Like what's going on? Like, right. Hey, let's just, yeah. What's happening. Um, and so he then moves into, well, here's the deal. This is what you've got to do now that this has come out. And he just listed off Mm -hmm. absurd things. So he's like, you need to quit your school. You need to move back home with your parents You've got to come and you've got to start serving back with us consistently, like every week. Oh my gosh. Um, like, it's just like stuff that he was just going through. You got to break up with your girlfriend. Um, like, just like just started listing off. I think he probably listed off eight to 10 things. And how old are you at this point? I you was are... 20, 20, 21. I think I just turned 21. So you're not a minor. 
You're oh, a no. full, full ass adult. Yeah. Yeah. Having the sex with a full ass other adult consensually. Correct. And he's saying, okay, here's your behavioralist task to be up to snuff with us at yeah. church. Yep. Yep. In order for this to stop and to essentially to prove like, this is what repentance looks like is what he said. Mm-hmm. And like Which my, is, my, yeah. my initial reaction was like, no. Sure. And a lot of it was just out of fear. I was like, yeah. I'm not going to quit school. Like that's an education thing. And technically yeah, right. like, and then I was also, I was also like, he could call the school and say this and I could get kicked out, but sure. it is what it is. But like, sure. I'm not going to just walk in and be like, Hey, I'm out. Like end my educational, like, sorry, I'm not going to do that. No. Um, yeah. Move in with my parents, like everything outside of the school part. Cause I also knew like I did break the school rules. So like mm-hmm. I knew that that technically could get me kicked out, but everything else was like, that has nothing to do mm-hmm. with fixing a problem Mm-hmm. That you guys see that I shouldn't be sleeping with this with my girlfriend. It's based like, on control. Moving into my parents' yeah. house wouldn't mm-hmm. do a damn thing. If anything, mm-hmm. it just belittles me as a 21-year-old man, like moving back in with my parents. Sure. Like, that's awkward. It's about um, control. It's about yeah. behavior yep. control. Right. How can we get them in line? How can we assimilate, assimilate back in again into the fold? Yeah. Yeah, it's a control tactic. Yep. So I said, well... Um, that's not what repentance looks like. Like I started saying things I didn't even know I had language for, but I just said, that's not repentance. Like that's, that's absurd. Um, Good. I'm not going to do that. And you knew then at 21 yeah, years old, yeah, you knew I, then kudos, kudos to you. What's scary <laughs> is I think if you would have handled it, like, Hey man, like, well, do you see that as wrong? Okay. If you see that as wrong, how can we help? How can yes. like, let's, if you would have done oh, yeah. that, whole thing this whole story would have been very very different oh sure well if he um, acted like a fucking human being yeah. and was like empathetic and didn't try to cause this shame storm of like control this 21 year old man not boy man like sure you, you know yeah. you might have lent of like well maybe you know like for sure but he that's not what they do no. in those situations no. They say you're, they're bringing you back into the family, but what they're mm. doing is isolating you. Yes. Mm. They pull you away from everything, mm-hmm. um, all your communities, all the things that you have into mm-hmm. their little bubble, which is actually horrifically isolating. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's like it had been two, three years. I'd been in college in and out. Like I'd been in this still with the church, but I hadn't been super involved as much. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so like to come back going to that church. Yeah. So I was camp. still, well, I was going, but you know, it was the school I was living at was 40 minutes away. So oh. Sunday mornings, I wasn't necessarily going there all the time. No. I tried to make some college, you know, nights, but, but he's still a member because yeah. he right, signed right. a contract. Right. Right. So because he signed a membership contract, he's still an active member and he needs to remain in good standing and all that stuff. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I said my piece and then I just I left. I just stormed out of his office. I don't even remember necessarily how it went. I just remember like, I got to get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Like, yeah. Walked out of his office um, that I think was converted to from a closet, which is ironic. But anyway, so like we go like. This so it's like That's all weird. the metaphors, all the metaphors of like 
It's it's just <laughs> I look back on it. It's just irony. But oh, totally. Oh my gosh. So anyway, I storm off and I go home, which we live mm-hmm. like half a mile away. Um, because you know, to be serving in the church really well, you live really close to the church. So mm-hmm. ding, ding, ding. Yeah, that's a that's that's a big one in the sovereign grace world. Um, it's like it should be in their membership contracts, actually. Yeah. yeah. Here's the radius of where you can. Yeah, one yeah. square, one square mile. Yeah. yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> so I go home and my dad was already at the church serving, getting stuff ready, but my mom was still home and I just came home, sat in the living room, turned on the TV mm. and she kind of comes in. She's like, what's wrong? Mm. And I'm like, had a meeting with Chris. Uh, I'm done with this. Like I'm done with mm. the church. This is stupid. Mm -hmm. So she calls my dad and I think my dad went and talked to Chris because Mm -hmm. my dad comes home and he's like, Hey, let's talk. So we set the table and basically like, he's like, Chris told me that I need to ask you like what's going on. And so then I have to tell my parents who at this point think I'm still a virgin. I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised Um, Chris didn't just tell your dad though. I think he did. Oh, oh, I think he did. I don't think my dad would have come home. That's on par. Yeah. Yeah. I think he told my dad or at least gave him like, this is really bad. And so I tell my parents like, yep. uh, But having sex with Lindsay and Zach told Chris, Chris said, in order for me to repent, I have to do these things. And that's Mm -hmm. stupid and absurd. And I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. And, and it's fuzzy because again, just dissociation, like, no. super traumatic like to sit down and have to tell my parents that oh and, gosh like i don't yeah. wish that on my worst enemies the tension uh, and the stress Ugh. of like yeah yeah mm-hmm. but i do remember seeing on their faces them like they're super they're taking the shock they're sad they sure. see their son as failing in right? his you know moral purity yeah but then also hearing their son tell them like what chris is asking is absurd and i remember looking at them and i'm like you fucking know it mm. like you know this isn't okay mm-hmm. and they kind of just threw their hands up and were like you should yeah. figure it out like yeah. like essentially like i don't remember what they said exactly but like mm-hmm. i remember just being like you guys know that that's not this isn't okay mm-hmm. yeah like there's a different way to go you know that chris didn't handle this right right and yet they didn't do anything and it, yeah. that was the point in my relationship with my parents at that point that oh. severed um, probably for a good four to five years oh, of sure. trust of just like, oh, for you sure. know, nope. Like even my own family, like yeah. I get it. I wouldn't have been upset if they were like, well, yeah, you shouldn't be sleeping with Lindsay. That's wrong. You know, it's wrong. Yeah. You know, whatever. Like, okay. Yeah. But for them to just sit back and go, mm-hmm. Oh, well, like that's what he's asking. They chose the system over their son. Yeah. Right. And that's heartbreaking. Oh, the abandonment of that. Yep. Yep. So, so I remember jumping in my car and just being like, well, I've got my school, hopefully. And I've got my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. And, and she had been around. She'd been, she'd met my family, like all sure. that. Like, we were planning to get married. Um, mm-hmm. I ended up proposing to her within the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wow. And so, yeah, so I leave never to hear from, like, I don't want anything to do with them. Um, mm-hmm. 
and then the snowball, then the the classic church discipline steps start happening. Mm. Um, so they uh, have a couple of my friends from the church call me, hey, mm-hmm. we really just encourage, we love you. We just encourage you to come back and meet with Chris and, you know, walk through the steps. You know, I'm just ignoring all of their calls. They're going to voicemail. And they're yeah. all Richardsons. Yeah, there from was two, you, two, yeah, two Richardsons and one one random. So one random. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, again with the family, yeah. mafia family business, family like, business. I know family everybody. Mafia. You could have sent somebody else. You know? <laughs> no, right? Yeah. No, you had. They, they to sent. Choose. They sent a girl who like everybody wanted us to get married. Like that's yeah. awkward. Like right. Okay, I, I see real. what you're doing. Um, yeah. and then. Like Rich's brother, and then, like, what in the world? Like, right? Yeah, but that's what they do. Um, Yeah, and I just ignore. I ignore everything. Mm -hmm. The school doesn't get word of any. I mean, you know, nothing happens. So, well, that's yeah. So I I, had the wherewithal to not totally ruin your life, just your relationship with your parents. I don't think they wanted to. I don't think they wanted to mess with that whole yeah situation. Um. But then, like, within about a month or two, like, it's 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 a little crazy. So, like, I get engaged to this girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as we start, like, planning the wedding, probably another two months later, maybe three months, um, like, I just quickly realized, like, this girl and her family are psycho. Like, this is oh, insane. Shit. Like, this oh. is not who, like, once she said, like, I will, like, I do. Uh, not I do. We didn't get married. But, like, uh, once she was like, yes. Yeah she changed like everything changed. Mm-hmm. Oh my she just gosh. shows her true colors. And I was like, I got to get out of this. And so I call off the engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I tell her this isn't going to work. Sorry. And this, so this is the summer after all this stuff with Chris happens. So um, did, were you, what, sorry, just yeah. to backtrack a tiny bit. So the, this was before, after the church meeting, when you called it off with Lindsay. So it was Chris talked to me and then like, Two or three months later, I call off the whole relationship. Okay. Okay. So, so this was yeah. before. Okay. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. No, that's coming. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the big one and then the official letter comes later. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that's the summer. Um, so then, so in between this, I've ended this relationship. It's summer. I have this odd idea to go, hey, Maybe I can go back mm-hmm. and make things right, but I'll tell them, hey, I'll do some things. Like, mm-hmm. I'll show them. I proved to them. I ended this relationship. Mm-hmm. I'll come back, but, mm-hmm. like, we're not going to go through this whole laundry list of shit again. Right. Like, right. let's right. see if they can. And I won't. I'm not talking to Chris. Like, dude doesn't right. know what he's talking about. Um, so I'll meet with somebody else. It just we're not going with Chris. So I reached out. I want to say, I don't know who I reached out to. Or I want to say I just, I probably just emailed Trey. Um, and so Trey and Glenn McKenzie, who was still oh, there God. at the time, they're, they're right, like, yeah, yeah, all right, sounds good. You're going to meet with Trey. Um, and so near the... And Trey's Rich Richardson's correct. dad. And he was the Trey. associate and he's pastor. The head of, he's the head of counseling. Now he's the head of counseling. Uh, that was right. before like, a whole, like okay. counseling was even a thing at their church. Like Trey handled all of the. Church what, care. Family. Yeah, church care. Yeah. Walking with, Walking yeah. with people. Shepherding. He was, he was, the, he was the 
the grandpa yeah. of the okay. church. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I, I meet with them for the first time, meet with him. And I basically explained to him like, look, I've ended this relationship. I'll, I'll want to walk through what this looks like, but this whole list of things for repentance, like that's not repentance. Like I remember telling mm. him like, that's not, that's just things to do. And I know that that's not right. repentance. Like that's not, a mm-hmm. call to change of heart. That's not a changing of your mind. Like that's just a list of proving. And I'm not here to prove. So, like I don't need to prove anything to you. Mm-hmm. I'd rather walk this out. Like, and as a 21 mm-hmm. year old rooted in that system, I feel like that was pretty freaking badass immature at that point. Absolutely. <laughs> like, you had enough self-awareness and yeah. wherewithal to be like, I smell something funny. This yeah. is not it. Right. Yeah. Yep. You're right. And still to call it out. Um, so yeah. That takes some we, balls. we met once and he's like, cool. I'm going to come up like with a consistency plan for us. And I'm like, that's fine. Like I can like, let's put it on the calendar. Consistency. And what is that? So like, Who like, fucking like, knows Katie. Yeah. Well, consistency plan. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, because Explain it, Ryan. within their world, <laughs> repent, like you repentance is a consistent change of behavior. So if they don't see consistency, then you're obviously not in it. You're not Not willing. You're and really behind the curtain is if you're inconsistent, we can't control the narrative. We can't control Mm. you. So we need you to meet once a week for, you know, Mm. nine meetings and, you know, for the consistency. Yeah. The consistency plan. Um, and it's all in writing. So then he, so he, the next time we meet, he's got this packet. He has this packet, like literally this packet of just like, this is, this is what you've said. This is what you said you want help with. Mm -hmm. This is how we're going to get there. Like, because here's the thing, like in, in there, I don't know if it is now, because this is a while ago, but in like the membership document that you sign, Mm -hmm. like you sign Mm -hmm. that if they pursue you Mm -hmm. for church discipline, you can't get a cease and desist letter. Like you can't go to the cops. Like you sign something saying if they go after you, that is in their membership agreement that I signed as an 18 year old. Um, I remember even asking them like, what is this? And they're like, Mm. yeah, that's just like, if you decide to just run away and we decide to pursue you, you can't like tell the cops to, to like get a restraining order. Okay. Question. Is that specific to the Gilbert church or was that sovereign grace? as I don't know. Honestly, I'm not totally. I need to find my a lot, a lot of churches that have membership contracts will have people sign that say if you get under church discipline, you can't have a restraining order. Like it supersedes uh, yeah. uh, you telling the police to stop contacting them. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. I have not heard of. So that if before. anybody's listening, if your church ever asks you to sign an NDA or uh, anything that supersedes law enforcement mm-hmm. like run like that's red flag big that's red flag very Go very run away abusive fast. yeah it just you can't you won't be able to stop anything that they well, do and it's a, it's just reeks of abuse like it's like yeah. power grab you know yep yeah i mean i tell people all the time if you're in an abusive relationship and mm-hmm. that significant other or that partner like hands you a paper and it's like hey i just want us to sign this relationship contract that says no matter what you can't get a restraining order against me. Like mm-hmm. you don't sign that document. Like you just don't do that. Like, no, no like, like you, you're, you're mad. You're, you belong somewhere else. Yeah. 
but yeah. we'll do it for churches. Like we won't even flinch. Right. And it's That's so insane. common. Yeah. Yep. So, so I get the consistency plan. I'm like, cool. I, I don't mind meeting you know, consistently. Um, that's how I read it. Um, so, so I think we probably had one or two that's just, you know, let's look at the Bible and let's talk about being a man of integrity and, Mm -hmm. um, all the fun stuff. Mm -hmm. And by that time, the next school year had started. So I'm back in school and again, you know, being a Bible college ring by ring by spring, which also for people, for people, for people listening, like I, this is, Huge ownership on my part. I also was raised. It's part of a. It's part of purity culture, and it's mm-hmm. part of that whole world. Is that you got to get married young? So, like on one side, oh, I'm oh, following yeah. actually what I'm supposed to do. But sure. on the other side, like I did not handle relationships well. I was stupid, horny, and just sure. needed needed relationship. I was super codependent, super controlling. Like I, I was. The, I am not an angel in any sense of the. Uh, situation sure. as a young college sure. boy so i start dating this other girl and we're chilling we're good like and i like i tell trey like we're not having sex like we're doing really good with it whatever um he wasn't really happy that i started dating he wasn't happy that i told him after i officially like started dating her like he didn't like that i didn't ask his oh, permission he wanted to know yeah he wanted to like he was what, like to, like he basically was like why didn't you know why something? didn't you what stopped you from telling me us about this relationship it seems like you were hiding something i was like no oh it's, my god it's called i live on campus and i have a life and i met this girl and we started dating yeah so anyway so right. that was kind of like the first like okay yeah weirdo and then it comes out and he gives me like every week he'd give me like homework or a sheet or whatever and it's like hey if you start slipping again like this is what you should do. And it was like, move back home, stop school. Like it was like three or four, three or like three or four of the items from that list. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Hmm. as soon as I got it, I left the meeting and I sat in my car and I was like, this is the same thing. Like, Mm -hmm. this is just behavior modification. Mm -hmm. Uh, this is exactly what I did not ask for. Like, this is what I was like, no. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And so I was like, that was literally the last straw. And I was like, I'm never coming back here. Like, I'm not. And I, yeah. I didn't have a, a healthy way to actually, like, I should have emailed and called them. And like, we're done. Do not contact me. It's over. Whatever. But I was Remove like, my ig- membership. I was blah, like, blah, blah. ignore, ignore. It'll just go away. Sure. Um, it didn't go away. I got a <laughs> fat letter um certified mail to my school which i have people listening can't see it yes. but i still have it have it to this day <laughs> which is uh, hilarious that it made it through college multiple moves i yeah, mean it is a little bit a badge of honor <laughs> it when kinda it, it kind of is. is like it really uh, is when I the mean, church talks I still shit about have the you. Envelope with the yeah. certified mail and every yeah, I mean, it's it classic. is. It is. No, Sovereign I Grace it. Church spent three dollars and ninety one cents on my church discipline. So Jeez, certified oh mail, gosh. certified yeah. mail. You're tithing in good use. Yeah, good job, tithers. Good yeah, job. way to go. So, what was outlined in the certified so, mail? So it said to briefly summarize. You had responded to Trey's request to sit down and talk. You met, we met, and you agreed. 
that you've been walking in pride and sins of arrogance and you needed to help to overcome these sins. And you said if you ever started to spin out, which means stop meeting with us before we completed the process, you wanted us to pursue you. Um, you agreed to meet every two weeks. And then they're like, through instant mess. Oh, instant messenger. I instant oh message and told them to I fuck am. off. Praise God for AOL. <laughs> oh, he saw me. He says he saw me at a memorial service. So somebody died and then I was there and he saw oh. me. And then I said, no. <laughs> they quote scriptures and oh, then they just, uh, our deepest concern for you is that is not that you continue as a member of our church. Our, con- our concern is that you are not responding to your sin as a Christian should respond. Um, so we're writing this letter to warn you as strongly as we possibly can. You are not living like a Christian should live. And based on the fruit of your life, we are not convinced that you are a genuine believer in Jesus Christ. So mm. you will no longer be considered a member of good, in good standing at Sovereign Grace, but someone who is under church discipline. And we have a responsibility to communicate this to any church that you attend. Mm. Oh, way to end yeah. it there. Yeah. Good times. Really? Um, so I down get the it. hammer. What is the point of that? I you don't know, get it. Like, you didn't do anything bad to tell someone else in another church? I know, I've never understood to that. To shame him into compliance. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, all these about types of letters control. are 100% a fear tactic. Yeah, That's for sure. 100% they are. Like, yeah. It's awful. Yeah. Like, it's so I remember getting it and I, it was laughable. Like, I remember laughing and yeah. I was like, Okay. Like at the end of the day, it accomplishes what I needed it to accomplish. Like I'm out. Cool. But yeah. I wasn't out. Like I thought it like, you're good. They see that I'm gone. We're, we've mutually parted ways. It's sure. like that crazy yeah. ex. They finally are like, fine. We should start seeing other people. Moved on. No, they're still stalking your freaking Instagram. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I start serving as a worship leader at another church, a church plant. Within like a month, I the senior pastor of that church calls me and he's like, hey, man, I just got a call from uh, Rich Richardson at Sovereign Grace Church saying that you're on church discipline. You know, can we meet and talk? I was like, yeah. (laughs) So I sit with him and then the two other uh, pastors and I just explained everything that I just explained to you guys of like, this is just what happened. And they look at me and they're like, is this real? Like they literally thought I was (laughs) making this up. Like, yeah, they're like, really? And yeah. I said, I, and I'm assuming that church is also a conservative. Yeah, but they were um, they were more like Pentecostal, like so a little bit more gotcha. okay. o- spirit led and and it, a little yeah. bit more open. Um, okay. And he was my Bible professor and like super oh. smart, super knowledgeable. And he was like, "This is ridiculous." Like, sure. like he understood wow. it, and mm-hmm. and he goes, "Ryan, don't worry." I will take care of it. I will contact Rich. And he did. And he told Rich, like, hey, Ryan's under my care. You don't have to communicate with him or me anymore. I'll handle it. You know, I'm summing up what he told me. Um, That's and, how yeah, did and that they, was that was the first person that ever stood up down? for me. Right. Sorry. Well, how did they track like my the family stalking? knew like my parents, my parents knew that oh, I was um, they, they came the to like family. The, so it's you know my my sister was still super connected to rich like she knew my college address and dorm number yeah Um, my parents knew i was part of this new church that's 
Yep. That's how. Yep. So, so, and that kind of ended the whole, um, like from my end, it was finally like done. Um, but I come to find out I'd run into people at from Sovereign Grace, you know, six months later, a year later, whatever. And they would just kind of, they treated me very oddly Mm -hmm. and almost like I had, like I was super weird and grotesque. Like that, it was something like I was like an ax murderer. Like they were mm. like, and I was like, whatever. Mm. It even had a couple people contact me later and they're like, Ryan, like I've tried to leave and it's absurd. Like this is yeah. weird. And they're like, I don't mm. know what happened to you, but I have a whole new level of respect. Like, cause mm. I'm going through it right now yeah, and it's not sure. okay. And I was like, yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, so but uh, but yeah, that's the whole you, the whole you missed my interaction. The church discipline part. You got to talk about that. The meeting, the, the, the scarlet, the scarlet letter, letter meeting. Because I have stuff to say about that too. Because <laughs> Jessica attended oh, his scarlet well, letter meeting. No, scarlet letter meeting. I didn't know that that meeting occurred. So this is the crazy. Oh. So like this is what I'm saying when I they I'm didn't done. tell you. I'm out. Oh, oh no. I didn't know that. <laughs> I you found know. out, Jessica. I found out when you told me on our first like little meeting about. Shut the fuck up. No. I don't remember. Yeah, because you're serious? like, hey Ryan, I remember the meeting, and I was like, I didn't know they had a meeting. What meeting? The fucking cowards. The okay, cowards yeah. of these men. That's why I said, like, I swear I, at to God. this point, I'm done. I'm out. But no. I know that other there shit went down meeting. that I had no idea. Okay, so I don't know where it was in your timeline, but. There's a meeting with like all of Ryan's peers. So I guess I would be one of them. Like we were like friendly, but like yeah. we oh, weren't yeah. like close, but they're like, Jessica, you got to. So it wasn't church. No, but it was like it people was like that people people knew, knew Ryan, Ryan that like yeah. knew, knew him. And so I was there. Um, I mean, lots. Of, I mean, you probably not like Danae, like Ruth, like there was like. Yeah, it was all people. the peers. It was like it young was all, adults, college It was all the peers. young adult people, yeah. you yeah. know, and they did a whole, young it was adult a young meeting adult meeting it. that of people that knew, knew Ryan. So I was one of the, the people that were invited to this meeting. You were one and of the honored guests. Yeah. I was one of the honored guests. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? Um, and Rich and Jonathan Lambros, your dad was, was there at the front and said, we have some very, like, grievous news to share. It's, like, this really somber thing um, in this, like, in, like, children's ministries, like, in this room. Um, and we're like, oh, my gosh. At least and it wasn't a closet converted to It office. wasn't a closet converted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, they needed to pack it in. Um, and there, this grievous thing happened with Ryan Lambros. We just wanted you guys to know so that you can, you know, the whole... Liddy, you know, I use Handmaid's Tale a lot, right. but like right. kind of like bring him back into the fold, into compliance. Um, but we wanted you to know that he committed a sexual sin. Period. No yeah. specifics. That's that was it. it. That was all the explanation. Which makes you think he's like an abuser. Right. Right. That, so the the latitude of <laughs> sexual sin. Mm. I mean, mo- like molestation, rape, right. like anything mm-hmm. that could that could literally mean 
anything and they well, left if it, it. Was, yes. if, if it was that serious like that somber like, yeah that doesn't help the situation like, no we and have so, some grievous oh news gosh. for you so people like they're like yeah ryan that we're grievous. ryan like committed sexual sin and like your dad's there and he's like yeah you know committed like a felony yes know. and so <laughs> i so we're yeah. left like oh my like what what like what is it what was it right. Right. No course. question and answer. No, <laughs> no nothing. question. It. And so we're like, what, what, like, what is it? No, we can't like talk about it, but it was sexual. <laughs> we can sin. tell you, but we, we can can't tell, tell you, you it was right. a sexual sin, but like right. that is that that's it. Right. That's yeah. it. And it just like laid there and the rumor mill just oh, went yeah. after Ryan that's, and like uh, the character assassination. That's what like really pisses me off now knowing your truth um, or the truth, like the character assassination that they had zero regard over this 21 year old's reputation yeah. did not care about the rumors that spread because it was all over the fucking church. Like, it went right. it went yeah. all over the place. People oh, said yeah. all types of crazy things. So it wasn't just like it wasn't just like, oh, you know. Were people like ask do you remember were people asking like what happened? It was, or was so it ambiguous. Like a, Let's pray. It was for just Ryan I mean because, I think just yeah. I think it was a little bit more like because I didn't know you very well. But like it was a little bit of like, oh my gosh, I just hope that he like whatever with this sure. sexual sin like gets his shit I together. I hope he's not rotting in prison. I hope he's right. or, or maybe he should be. I have no idea, you right. know? Right. And so like the disregard of his reputation, what that looks like and just spread and like allowing, I would say allowing these al- lies sure. to just be spread rather than just saying, oh no, he was like, fucking his girlfriend who right. like and as an adult consensually as an adult like and it like that's it that's what yeah. it was but they have no problem playing like with kid gloves when it comes to actual abusive men and actual right. sexual it's assault and actual sexual rape and actual se- you know and so right. that's what but we'll start the rumor no, mill. Yeah, yeah. We need to treat those men with kid gloves. But this, like, young right. kid that or young man that chose to have consensual, consensual sex with another adult female. No, no, no. We're going to let that spread like wildfire. Um, it's just yeah, so, it's so, so I just like it's heartbreaking. It's so yeah. heartbreaking. And to allow your dad, your dad was up there, like, hearing this. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's what breaks my heart. It makes me a little emotional. I'm pregnant, so I'm hormonal. But just, like... It's okay. (laughs) It makes me emotional because it's, like, you used his family against him as well. And and made them complicit in this whole sexual sin thing. And let... and. Cause they were in the church too and let those rumors fly. Yeah. And that's what's so heartbreaking. Like about well, the whole thing. It's, I like in my parents and I don't talk about this whole situation. Like oh. we've, we have a good relationship now. Like we've sure. walked through a lot of 
really thank good God. things. Thank God. Thank um, God. That's yeah. great. And, That's awesome. And I love, like, my parents have chosen relationship with my family, like yeah. me and my wife, my two boys, over yeah. um, doctrine, over, like, they've chosen to say, we're going to love and have a relationship with our family. And good. not, which good. Is, is rare. Um, right. When you walk through stuff like it that. It is, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we haven't, like, talked much, sure. if anything, about oh, sure. it. And it took, but it took... I mean, it oh. took five, I want to say probably four or five years for oh, it even to get to some level of, yes. um, but like, I look back and I hope that one day that we can, that we can have a conversation about sure. it because yeah. I have an, appre- not appreciation, but I have so much compassion for people that are still stuck in the system Oh sure. Um, to go like, to make it that after hearing Jessica, like, that's what, <laughs> that's what happened. Cause I didn't know. I literally didn't know yeah. until. Right. Eight, 10 months ago when you first said like, you know that this happened, but like to think back to go, they made it so horrific that people couldn't even go to my parents and ask, Hey, what happened? Are are you okay? Like what's going on? Because who wants to go talk to parents? If you think that their son molested somebody or, you know, like sexual deviance, like, no, you don't go bring that up. But if they would have just said, Hey, he was sleeping with his girlfriend. And when we, of course, they couldn't say this because it's absurd. But when we told him how repentance needed to look, he refused. Like, that's what happened in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, If that would have been communicated, they could have gone to my parents and just be like, hey, like, how's Ryan doing? Like, right. Easy. Right. Right. But now my parents are put in this awkward situation to like, you know. Um, well, you just don't, you just brush it to the side. Like you just yeah. like, you don't ask, don't tell, Yeah, you know, like the compartmentalize. I've seen this because I'll, mm-hmm. I, I'm rarely around sovereign grace people at oh, this gosh. point. If so, right. it's very by accident, just through crossing. Cause yeah. if you're born and raised in Gilbert, you kind of know everybody. In Gilbert, so <laughs> right. sure. And homeschooled. Um, but like, I'll see, yeah. I, I, I remember seeing looks like. I'd be hanging out with my parents and we'd run yeah. into sovereign grace people and they'd almost look at us like, yeah, you guys, you guys still interact. Mm-hmm. Like I'd see wow. that confusion, which mm-hmm. now knowing what, what rumorville was out there makes a lot of sense. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. As opposed to like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm married, have two kids, like yeah. we're good and we have an amazing relationship. You sure. shouldn't be confused. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, this is a just, joyous it, thing. It like, just sucks. It sucks that that's the totally. dynamic of yeah of what they've had to go through. Sure. I like that you can see it that way too and have empathy for what mm-hmm. they've yeah. been through. Yeah. It's it took me a long time mm-hmm. to get there. A lot of therapy. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Um, of and and yeah. honestly, it's it's. I mean, I think they didn't handle things well on there, and like I said, like they mm-hmm. chose the system and their church yeah. over the protection of their kid. Um, but they have, they have to own, like, I can, I can forgive them and I don't have to, like, that's on me. Right. Um, and I also did stupid stuff and I didn't want relationship and I, right. I have to own that. Um, but like once you yeah. understand what really goes on within that system, specifically sovereign grace ministries and their churches and their leadership and how they, and their theology, once you're in it and you see it. Mm-hmm. That it just it just all makes sense. Like this is textbook. Like, oh sure. Yeah, and and it it's not a uh, you don't just excuse it, 
But it mm-hmm. does, it can, when you walk through it, uh, enable you to have some compassion to just go, gosh, they are right. literally just a product of this system. And it's sure. so devastating. And so sure. it's why I'm super passionate. I don't speak out against specific people, like within church systems. Mm-hmm. People do need to change. But if mm-hmm. people change, but they're still part of the system, it's, it can only go so far. Right. Um, and so it's like, do I have beef with Rich Richardson? No, yes. not really. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Like, I do. Do I have beef with Chris Dawkins? Like, not, not anymore. But yeah. like, I, it's, and it's because, like, at the end of the day, gosh, I genuinely know that Chris, deep down, wants to love people. He just, he does. I do that. I believe that about everybody. I think deep mm. down, but so much trauma and so much system and control and power. And all that shit, bad theology just completely mm-hmm. warps that. Mm-hmm. And I go, yeah, he's acting out of, you know, if, if you walk into a room as a kid and get slapped across the face over mm-hmm. and over and over, mm-hmm. every time you walk into that room, you're always going to flinch, regardless of whether you get slapped or not. Mm-hmm. It becomes second nature Yeah, for pastors, leaders, everybody in this system, in Sovereign Grace Ministries, they have been... That's they've been that's that's their flinch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it helps me to. And my wife has been huge in helping me understand this because she's mm-hmm. the most loving, compassionate person, and she has her own horrific story of sexual abuse from her stepdad, who was a, mm-hmm. a leader in the church. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, how do you yeah. even say he was a good dad? Like, there's mm-hmm. no way. And she goes, Well, I think he was trying to be a good dad. Like, I'm like, that doesn't make sense in my brain sure. at all. Um, cause I want to go take a baseball yeah. bat to his kneecaps, like right. genuinely. Right. Um, but you, you learn that in this horrific system and real damage is done. That's not to excuse mm-hmm. the, the victims of horrific acts. Um, but it's not just unique individuals that are doing this shit. It's this horrible system that they're a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they, do, if we don't, it's a both and you have to hold these people accountable, but you have to hold the system accountable as well. Um, and sure. the people don't like it when you attack the system. Right, Jessica? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we definitely, uh, understand that part very yeah. well. Yep. Um, yeah. I, I do. I, I want, I agree cerebrally yeah, right. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> with what you're saying. What I have a hard time reconciling is, the willful, willful ignorance of, of the rich Richardson's or of the Chris Dacus's of like, you know, that you fucked with Ryan, like, you know that. Right. And like still choosing not to still choosing the coward's way out and like not saying, dude, fuck. Like I totally fucked up there. I'm so sorry. Blah, 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 blah. Like, that's what pastors are supposed to do right. according to according to the scriptures that they adhere. Right. And they... I mean, that seems very it rare. It doesn't though. happen. Like, they don't And that's the hard part for me trying to reconcile, yeah. like, both of those of, you know, you totally. know you fucked up. Like, come on. You know, like, it's been yeah. enough. It's been enough years. It's been enough whatever. You know, maybe they've grown. I who knows? I don't know. Um, 
but the no. the will yeah right yeah exactly or not no. yeah exactly but no. like still N- narcissism choosing, has not left the church so <laughs> but still choosing the coward's way out still like not reconciling with the people that you know you've done damage to is like such a slap in the face to their own like code you know yeah. and so yeah. that's the part that i just get so mad at still like yeah. Still. But I, I don't I don't think it's an ignorance. I, I can't mm. classify it as an ignorance. A fish okay. doesn't know it's in water. I don't count that as ignorance. Okay. Like I don't. Okay. Um, so what would you because, describe it as? Um, I would describe it as a willful participation mm. in a system that they genuinely believe is right. Mm. Okay. So they're because, protecting the system. I, I, I don't and you're think just they, a you're just a casualty. Just is what it is. I have a hard time with the whole ignorance thing mm. because I choose to use the word dissociating as opposed to like ignorance mm-hmm. because sure. that's fair as a person who tries to do what is, is good and, sure. and, and try to, to seek after the well-being for all people. Yeah. Um, I'll do things and I can be like, Oh, like that was ignorant. Like it was ignorant on my part. Yeah. But if I really actually take a, a good hard look at myself, like mm-hmm. no, like I, I had a choice. I chose. I, this. I do. I, chose I still that. chose to do it. Now, right. The, you can your your past and everything leading up to that is objective. It's it's what's happened has happened, mm-hmm. and it can restrict the opportunity of the choices that you're given. Mm-hmm. But nobody is removed completely. For me, ignorance goes. You didn't have a choice. Mm. You just had to do it. And okay. I that for me is really scary mm. um, because that's a card. Um, that abusers can play and if they can play it and the victims can agree with it, that's really hard for me. Um, and so like for a rich Richardson, when like, yeah, dude, like all you have to do is pick up the phone, call Ryan and say, Hey man, we don't have to agree or disagree on whether or not premarital sex is right or wrong. That's, that's a difference of opinion. And I think it's one's right. You think whatever. Sure. Um, but I do want to own, Hey man, we didn't handle that well. Like right. at all. And right. we ripped your character through the mill. And I'm so sorry. Right. Like, and I need to own that. And I need to say, I'm sorry. And just make that right between sure. us. And nothing, obviously like just saying you're sorry and seeking forgiveness doesn't remove what has happened. Like that's sure. not a thing. Um, but like to say that, and I go, him refusing to do that is not an ignorant thing mm. just because he's in the system. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, like, he chooses to do he that. He chooses to do that. He's choosing right. the coward's way out. He's the willful. What you say? I like what you said. He's a willful participant. Yeah. Yep. In the in the system, and fuck all who rage against the system. Correct. Which is why the more voices that we can have. Oh sure. That say and and this is why I can also say it's genuinely not ignorance. Mm. Mm-hmm. There has been look at their response to this podcast. <laughs> well, but just but yeah, it gets get back to them. The Gilbert ones, get and so instead many of views than anyone th- then else, I, I just know it's not ignorance. Mm. There's defensiveness, reflect, like re- like deflect, protect and, the system, protect the yeah, system, yeah. protect the system. And right, right. that's why it can't be it can't be an ignorance thing. It just yeah. it can't. I now I think that there are moments with some abuse that happens that yes they don't cognitively know like it mm-hmm. doesn't like 
And I think that's a dissociation thing. Like, that's how you're like, how can this mass murderer also have an authentic relationship with somebody? Like, Mm. those two things don't make sense. Well, it's Mm -hmm. because they dissociate when they do that. Mm -hmm. But they're still consciously aware of what they're doing. There's no ignorance there. Um, The more I've studied healing and trauma and things like that, I, I just don't think that it, ignorance is a really dangerous word for me when I think through abuse. Um, because that is an excuse that I think abusers hold on to so much. And it's for me, it, it completely devalues and belittles the victims of these horrific things. Like fair, I don't consider what I went through in sovereign grace, like this massive Hmm. big T trauma. I think there was a lot of little T traumas that (laughs) (laughs) built up throughout the whole thing. Um, and especially because I've heard of way other ones and I've had friends that have gone through way more intense, uh, big T traumas. Um, but like, it's one of those things where it's just like, dear Lord, like wake up. Yeah. But the shadow of your, like, there's so many Yeah, in your story. There's so many shadows in those bit, like what you say, like big T traumas, like shadows of your story in their stories as well. Right. You know? So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I, I was one of the very few first ones that went through this at Gilbert. Well, and it's so sad because you had to do it by yourself. That's like another heartbreaking thing was you're a 21 Mm. year old. You had to do it by yourself. You felt major abandonment from your entire family that chose to be in the system. So that's even harder to leave by yourself. That's like crippling. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's honestly, I think (laughs) all the other shit that it went on and that whole thing was traumatic and it sucked, but literally that isolating piece, the idea that Mm -hmm. nobody will sit with you Hmm. was, and is, I mean, like my wife who deals with clients who have intense, extreme traumas, like she will, she will die on this, on this point. Like it's about attunement and attachment. Like, oh, for sure. Once that is bent or broken, like sure. that is that is that is catastrophic. And I just go, isolation is the epitome yeah. of breaking or bending or breaching attunement and attachment. Sure. And and I've had to spend years learning how to not stay isolated because that's it's safe. I right. that's what I've learned. The amount of trust um, issues. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I can't attach. This is too scary. You're gonna yeah. leave yeah. me, yep. or like, and that's what's sad. Me. The the, the, yeah. the mm-hmm. consequences of it, yeah, oh, is dire. so heartbreaking. It yeah. is. It it fucks with your mind, and yep. like you said, for years, for a long mm-hmm. time, oh. and for you to come yep. to a point with your family that you can say, okay, that's that. It is what it is. I want relationship with you, and I want you to have relationship with my kids. That's all. They're that's a lot of healing just in, in that piece yeah. of it yep. and growth, which is really awesome to see. Yeah. And it, it should never be a choice. No. Like it shouldn't ever come to that. No. Like, and that's, no. that's what's been cool with my parents. I've just like, I think they finally realized like, sure. We don't have to choose between our church and our son. Yeah. Like we choose mm-hmm. our son because he's our son. Sure. Plain and simple. And we can also choose to be a part of our church and whatever they're doing. Yeah. And if there's conflict, then the church needs to handle that. But we're still going to be connected to both until yeah. they tell us we can't. Right. 
Um, and some churches do. Some churches right. would go to my parents and say, if you're still going to be in relationship to Ryan, you're going to be out of the church. Like I've seen yeah. that happen yeah. before, um, yeah. but it shouldn't be a choice like no. at all. No. Um, and that's, that's, that's what I've loved now to where yeah. they've come to that realization to go. Sure. Cause they still are super involved oh, in there. Very, They're still yeah. best friends with Trey and Charlotte. Like, like my sister's husband is an elder at that church. Like, and we have relationship, we get together and it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's, we don't talk about church. We don't talk about right. theology. We don't oh, talk gosh, about those yeah. things, No, but they still choose to sure. have relationship. Um, right. And I'm grateful for it. My sure. wife's grateful for it. My kids oh, are grateful sure. for it. Sure. But, yeah. You know, it shouldn't have to be a choice. It no. shouldn't be like. <laughs> and it's so costly. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. I agree. So where are you, where are you at now with your, with life, church, Christianity, any of that Well, stuff? I was just really praying about this and I really right, think God's right. called me back yes. to center church. The Holy and, Spirit uh, laid it church. on my soul. Oh. Yeah. The center church. Trey has another consistency plan for me. Consistency plan. I had to say it. I, that is so funny to me. I've only heard I'm, of like um, accountability meetings. Yeah. And like no, that. I've never. never that was the plan. That was a first for me. It's a new one. That was a first for me too. Maybe cool maybe it was a first that they used with me, and then they abandoned <laughs> then that real like, quick because it didn't work. Listen, yeah. this fucker just, did not I comply. Remember, I remember telling <laughs> a lot of my friends about that. Like what? Anyway. Uh, so where am I at now? So, I mean, I was a youth pastor. I was in ministry for about 10 years. Um, and I think it really actually came from a desire to not ever let what happened happen to a young kid. Sure. Um, but I am out of church and institutionalized anything that is institutionalized, whether it be a church or religion, I refute. Um, mm-hmm. because I think anything that's institutionalized or, um, a part of that kind of structure or hierarchy mm-hmm. is just in bed with power, control, and money. Mm-hmm. And so I, it's a fair criticism. Yeah. Amen. I don't, uh, when, when you see it time and time, time yeah, and time I, again, yeah, I've, I've seen behind the curtain. Um, I've been in the, the top meetings of pastors and mm-hmm. I, I've just seen it and, and I was a part of it and I, mm-hmm. it, I, I get to live with that and I have had to forgive my own self for the things that I perpetuated yes. in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I finally was like, no, this needs to be done. And, and I am so grateful to be out and free and be yeah. able to love people how mm-hmm. we get to love people. But, um, but mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm not, we don't go to church, not affiliated with any church, really not even affiliated with any specific religion. Like there's so much beauty in so much of, faith systems. Um, mm-hmm. and again, I cautiously engage with different faith systems because so much has been institutionalized. So much has been mm. so rigid and that's just a lot of faith systems were mm-hmm. never intended to be that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's why There's I love, fundamentalism I everywhere. love mysticism. Um, the mystics got obliterated because they couldn't be pinned down. Um, mm-hmm. you could only burn them. Um, Mm -hmm. that's literally the mystics were deemed heretics and heretics are like, you can't touch me. There's nothing you can take from me. So they ended up having to kill him. So, I mean, I'm not signing up for that. I hope, I hope that doesn't happen, but (laughs) right. Yeah. Let's not burn you to the stake. Yeah. 
So, but my, I'm a, I'm a life coach. Um, I specialize in relationships and parenting and, uh, I'm just completing my doctorate in, uh, philosophy and religion. So, and my whole dissertation is on healing Aww. so that I, cool. I, awesome. I'm scheduled. I should be defending it in a couple months, like within a month or two. So awesome. hopefully, Good hopefully luck. I will. Very cool. Out, but yeah. My, my world and my wife's world, we're just trying to help people through yes. trauma and pain. And my coaching is literally my tagline is like, I want to be the person in your corner. Um, yeah. And my, one of my mentors was like, why, why do you think that is? And I was like, I don't know. He's like, maybe because nobody was in your corner. And I was oh, like, sure. ah, they started crying. I was like, Stop, so don't true. trigger my trigger. Yeah, yeah, I know. Right. So, um, but yeah, so, and yeah. I, I yeah. really try to speak out against oppressive nice. systems and oppressive right. religion right. and the church specifically. And I speak out really harshly um, towards the evangelical world. Yeah. Um, they make it I easy. Get, they do. I get, I get a lot they of flack for it. They make it too easy. They do. They do. Yeah, they do. Facebook's really interesting at times uh, because of the evangelicals. <laughs> it gets a little dicey. You're yeah. so kind, though. I've like read some of your replies. Nothing recently, but I think what, right no. after we had our first meeting all together, I think you started popping up a lot on my Facebook. I was like, "How? Mm. Wow, he is like so kind and so articulate with his responses to these ridiculous <laughs> comments well, by evangelicals." That. It's, it's yeah. uh, I've I've you need to follow I've seen, Ryan's I've seen, Instagram I've seen stories. Oh, I will. Love me a good Instagram. He, choose, he chooses violence sometimes. <laughs> Just because I think that toe rings are absurd and need to be banned That's in the United States saying. doesn't he mean said, I'm choosing violence. He okay? said something about Harry They're Potter being. Oh, yeah. No. I am strongly opinionated, but no. And I'm like, how dare you? That's I, where we I, cross the line. I, I really try hard joking. not to go on the, just the. Uh, the other side of the same coin. Um, like I see so job, many yeah. like progressive Christians or just people who have left, you know, religion in general, and they just end up being assholes version 2.0 yep. to people just who disagree. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, I get it. Fair. Christians are, are brutal yeah. in mm-hmm. attacking people who disagree with them. So I, sure. I, I, I get it. Sure. Um, but I really try to, Offer a thought like this is my belief. This is my thought. You don't have to. I'm not forcing you to believe this. I'm, I right. never tell people this is what you should believe. That's sure. proselytizing and essentially colonization. But that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Um, but I really try to just go when they. I have no problem arguing with them if they want to. Provide proof and provide their studies and all of that. That's fine. Sure. Um, and I really do genuinely, I also know I don't have to respond. Like I don't owe a response yeah, it's your to anybody. Choice. Oh, for and sure. so I typically, if they want to voice their opinion, I actually won't respond. It's when they attack me yeah. as like a person or my character, then I will engage and yeah. I will show them I'm not stupid and you can't talk to me like that. And sure. people don't like that. But, um, but I've had more people go like, like just what you said, Katie, like, just how you respond, Ryan, mm-hmm. just shows everybody like what actually produces mm-hmm. like goodness and happiness Absolutely. and well-being for people. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
I try to speak out harshly against violence and harm. And evangelicals mm-hmm. don't like that because, again, their power and control leads to harm. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, sweet. Well, thank you thank so you. much, Ryan, for coming on. Thanks for having on. me. Yeah. I'm glad and it finally worked. I'm really, it finally I didn't know it this would worked. actually happen. I was like, oh right? my gosh, right? I don't think it is. I really want it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad. So thank you so no. much. Absolutely. No, you thanks were for, fantastic. Thanks for having me. And I remember, Jessica, you reaching out. I was like, buckle up let's go <laughs> i know i was like and i love that i got to learn i got to learn a different side of this story which is amazing <laughs> yeah, yeah who knew that that was gonna happen oh yeah. my seriously God. yeah it's yeah. crazy yeah All right. yeah no it was great thank you so much for sharing and even sharing more of your insight into i changed my mind on the willful ignorance Ooh. shit so yeah. like now it's willful participation Yes. I like so, that. Thank yeah. you. Dissociative willful participation. So thank, thank you for that. Also, if you use that as a trademark phrase, I will come after you. TM. Right. You, you well, signed the membership agreement, how, so you oh can't come. God. You can't stop. Yeah. Well, how dare you for correcting me? But you know, it's fine. As a <laughs> you know, man, it's fine. No, I, have a, I have a repentance plan for you. A consistency <laughs> repentance yeah, plan. Yeah, yeah. 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 You said willful ignorance. Yeah, that yeah. is not the well, thing. See, Jessica, you already <laughs> repented, which just means a change of mind. So I don't have to <laughs> tell there you, you to quit your school, leave your husband, and, you know, <laughs> totally. move back home. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good God. Oh, wow. my gosh. No, this was, this was great. Thank you so much for coming on, Ryan. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. And as always, keep on doing better than CJ Mahaney deserves.